Hello and welcome back to another episode of You Want to Do What? Today I've got Matt Chick on and he's the founder of Chick Digital. Hiya Matt. Hiya. How are we today on this lovely Monday? Yeah, very well, thanks. Good, good. Um, Matt, do you want to jump straight in and tell everyone a bit about what you do? Yeah, so I run um, a digital studio, uh, as you said, called Chick Digital. Um, and we make bespoke websites and web apps uh, for businesses. Okay, very cool. So how did you sort of get into this whole world then of, uh, of software and, and website building? Um, it's a fairly long story, so I'll try to keep it fairly brief. But um, I guess the, the short version is completely by accident. Um, <laughs> so I uh, did business studies when I went to university. Um, and I did a year out and um, I a year out for placement uh, and I was a data analyst for that year um, and I actually found I quite like working with with numbers and computers and uh, there's a lot of number crunching and I guess um, what you'd now sort of call um, end user programming so doing stuff in Excel um, and I yeah, I found I had a real knack for it. And then I finished university um, and I got a job um, with a, a local company who um, were a furniture manufacturer, actually. They, uh, quite a big one, they employed about 300 people when I started and they um, were looking for someone to do their IT. So they they sent me on a, um, they, I did a master's for a few years alongside my um my day job and then I sort of got to the point where I got sort of fairly good with the IT side and started doing a bit of programming um and then I picked up stuff on the side this sort of side projects um unfortunately I guess that mainly started about 2008 and 9 because the company I was working for was quite hard hit by the uh recession mm -hmm. and um yeah, and then so I went on a four-day week, so I picked up um, extra work then, and it kind of grew from then um, until it became a, a full-time job, and then I started taking on staff to to help me, and it's kind of not looked back since then. Wow, what a what a great story to come out of sort of you know having to go down to a four-day week to to building your own business. That's a really cool story. Was that ever sort of in your mind one day you might want to be a business owner? Yeah, I, I've always sort of quite fancied the idea of running a business um not necessarily uh you know anything um not necessarily in in software just sort of like the idea of having your own business and something you can kind of build um so yeah it kind of I I guess I kind of guided myself in that in that way and when opportunities came up to grow the grow it out from being just a freelancer I kind of jumped at the opportunities um so yeah it was kind of half planned that that's what I wanted to do but um it, yeah it, it wasn't a kind of a master plan to to get there sure and can you break down what Chick Digital does a bit more so you mentioned websites and software development what kind of things have you have you guys worked on oh I mean it's, it's really broad um so we work with um, a number it was mainly b2b stuff and it's mainly i guess what you'd call websites and web web applications so um we've kind of got uh one of our key um clients is a company called twc 
um, and we work very closely with them and have done for a number of years. Um, and I guess in essence, we're their kind of outsourced development house, and we um, so with that we build a lot of sort of reporting tools. Um, so they uh, basically work in the wholesale industry, and they get data feeds from different wholesalers and we we work with them to turn those into sort of intuitive dashboards. Um, so that's sort of one end, but we've also done a lot of things that we've, we've done some kind of extra night net sites with um, with people like Green King. Um, we uh, do a bit of support and maintenance on the Gay Times website. And there's lots of other sort of projects um, that we've, we've got involved in over the years, I guess. We tend to do things that are a little bit more complicated. Um, so you, we don't do the kind of the, the Wix kind of WordPress kind of sites. People tend to come to us when they want something that has more functionality um, than that and some degree of bespoke development. Um, and we, we try to bring together user experience and, and user um, centric design with sort of clever business solutions. I mean, it sounds great. It's an industry that just keeps on growing, right? Yeah, I mean, even since I've been doing it, it's changed so much. That's one of the, the great things about it is all of the time you're using different technologies. So I guess when I when I first started, it was, you know, very, I mean, I guess I was probably fairly, I guess, 10 years ago, probably probably slightly longer, if I'm honest with myself, that I've been doing <laughs> it for. But um, yeah, I guess then mobile had only really just started becoming a thing um so since then sort of the explosion in in devices and the ways people interact with them is it's just you're learning something new every day um and it's it's just been it's just a fascinating to to sort of see things that weren't possible are now actually fairly achievable um and yeah i i, I think that's one of the things that i really really enjoy about it is that you never go very long without learning something new mm, i know it is i just find it really interesting that whole world of, of building software or websites it's just something that you know every single business requires needs in some form so you know if somebody's thinking of going into this maybe um after having left university or, or school have you got any advice for them as to maybe something they should be looking at learning or some experience they could gain yeah, I, I mean, I think, um, I, I mean, there's loads of, I mean, one of the things that we we do is we, uh, along with some other sort of local businesses, run a meetup group. Um, and that's a really good way of sort of getting to meet other people in the industry and, and sort of learning stuff there where you get people. So we'll, off, we'll have two talks when we, so it's called Colchester Digital, and we'll have two talks in in an evening um and you know that will run through um you know we've, we've done stuff like seo we've done coding we've done design but that's a really good way to sort of start getting a feel for the kind of things that you like i guess um it's also interesting i guess probably the starting point for anybody is is to kind of look at what is it within software development that really interests them because there's so many facets to it i mean i i tend me personally i tend to work more towards i guess what you call like the back end role so the, the business logic the data manipulation storage 
Whereas, um, you know, we've got people that, that work with us who do um, the front end stuff and the, the, the kind of the moving parts that people see on the, on the front end. And I guess that's probably um, a really good place for someone to start to sort of work out which is it that they, they prefer the challenge of, of, you know, producing something that looks good and tactile or actually doing the sort of the number crunch and the logic and the problem solving. Um, and obviously there's an overlap between the two, but um... I think that's actually a really good point as well. Just to jump in on that is that uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, mm. but there is actually a place for somebody who's more sort of aesthetically designed sort of driven opposed to somebody who's heavily code driven, right? You need both of those aspects. And I think people think about website development and, and sort of software development as, oh, I must be super good at coding. I've got to understand these really complex languages but there's also room for sort of a creative side as well, isn't there? Oh, 100%. Yeah. I, I mean, to be fair, I completely steer clear of the creative side because that isn't just my bag. Um, and we've got people that we employ that do it a lot, lot better than me. But yeah, it's it's a completely different mindset as well because um, a lot of the creative stuff, particularly now with, with the different device sizes and, and actually the challenges are, are more um are more aesthetic like you say and it's more about how can you bring a design you know make sure you, you, that design works and use different devices and, and it's more that sort of eye for detail and eye for the sort of flair of making a design to, design feel really you know design come to life um so yeah you, you definitely don't have to be you know have an a in maths or anything like that you really um it, it's just grab go gravitate towards the bit that you enjoy um and the bit that you feel that you're good at and i, I know a lot of designers now uh, i mean more and more there's a crossover between like the design the, the the software that people use for designing and the software that people you know that that can useful developing because the, the design tools like xd azure they can give out such detailed information um about how you then can build that it's actually um you know you don't have to you don't have to be um an expert really to to, to start having a, having a go with bringing your your designs to life and there's there's definitely a place i think as time's gone on originally i think that the sort of job role of like a like the they call them like a full stack developer. So you do a bit of everything has become less and less because really the skills involved in in bringing a design to life are completely different than the skills involved in um or securing the data. But it's it's kind of pointless trying to pretend that any one person can can yeah just gravitate towards the bits that actually excite you. Yeah, and I definitely make, it makes sense. And I think that's, um, we've heard that a few times, actually, um, the kind of full stack developer role is kind of starting to disappear a bit, because like you say, so there's so many bits you have to specialize in that are genuinely a full time job. Now, it's, it's difficult to find that kind of initial role, maybe, maybe if you go into a business, like you said, sort of earlier, and you're at entry level, you can kind of uh, shadow or look at all these different areas to find one you want to go into but you you kind of need to specialize uh, at this point don't you i i think so um i, I mean there are, i do know some people that do full stack still and i guess they tend to do smaller projects but i guess all of it whereas um i would say if 
your you know ambition is to work on really cool you know projects um and to um you know build the the kind of experiences that that people love on the web um i think i think you you will end up specializing in in a in a smaller subset of skills um just like like you say just because it, it's it's very difficult to um to to be a full stack developer and i i don't think you'll ever fulfill your your potential as a developer if you if you don't do at least some degree of specializing because it, it, i think it'll hold you hold you back um mm. but you know the, the, it's it's not there isn't a place for it and i know lots of people that that do do it but i guess they tend to you know build a website and and do the design the, the development the hosting the, the all of that um and if you enjoy that then then yeah it's, it's definitely a role but if you certainly want to get into like the web applications and actually um building things that move and and um are interactive it, you you probably do need to, to sort of specialize in a particular um skill set or skill sets sure and for anyone listening to this you know obviously you're a business owner you own all these companies that's actually doing this work how do you feel about cvs now we ask this question a lot because it's kind of it's changing so much at the moment um now being handed an a4 piece of paper as a cv especially for a kind of role that you guys probably advertise all the time that's not quite cutting it at the moment is it you need to have something more like you need to be able to show maybe a github or you know look at my linkedin here's some projects i've worked on just something a bit more than a cv is is that fair yeah it certainly can help if you can bring examples of the work that you've done um i guess we tend to be slightly different with our um our our recruitment approach we've tried to do a lot of stuff where we've recruited via our networks so uh the colchester digital stuff that we do um you know we've lot we've met great developers through that and we kind of stay close to them and then i guess catch up with them when we're looking for um looking for someone somebody new um so i think networking can help but but and but experience and a strong um a strong portfolio doesn't doesn't hurt at all and, and um I, I don't i think it's it's it doesn't have to be i mean we've had some people coming for some junior roles who've had some really impressive um portfolios but you know it, it, i don't think you have to do too much work to get something that's um that impressive so if you're if you're looking to get a, a first job or um you know potentially move from being a, a junior to middleweight developer it, it could easily be a sort of a project that, you, that you've worked on maybe over a couple of weekends or a couple of evenings to to something that you're, you enjoy and, and are passionate about just to show you know that what you're capable of um so and and really as a developer you do actually spend quite a lot of your spare time you know messing about with code and computing and stuff like that because really to stay up to date with stuff you you kind of need to and so i think it, it's potentially when you're doing um those kinds of side projects it's just having a little bit of um a think about how this potentially could could work as part of your 
um, application process and maybe yeah look to build something that you think will grab people's attention when you if you include it as a project on your CV. Mm. Now, when we've spoken to a few other people in this kind of industry, um, we usually ask, you know, what kind of personality traits do you think help somebody to succeed in the industry? And we always get a very sort of similar answer. Number one is being really curious, just having a curious nature, you know, oh, how does that work? How does this work? And, and problem solving. Is there anything else you would add to that? Or do you think they're kind of the two real crucial things you need to, to be a good developer? Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're certainly key. I think to be a good developer, I think communication's really key. Um, it, it's um, probably one that people don't necessarily think that developers um, use. And it might not always be verbal communication, but a lot of, you know, when you're building software and building and solving problems, if you're not asking the right questions and you're not going back um, to to kind of re re, you know, to to have conversations again with the with the stakeholders that have the challenges, you're probably not going to fully understand their requirements, and then that in turn, you know, leads to you delivering something that might be a brilliant piece of code but just doesn't actually fit their their needs and obviously in in larger companies you, you have different people who have different um you know whose role will be purely the liaising with the customer part but even then as a developer you'll need to be liaising with those people to make sure they're asking the the the, the end users the right questions so i think i think communications are is a key one um one that doesn't like always come come naturally but if it's if it's one i think people should should make sure that they're aware of and potentially look at how they could improve that um because the i've generally found that the best programmers tend to be the best communicators mm, that's a good point and for you, what's been the biggest positive of this whole journey so far starting a business and working in this type of industry um, I to be to be fair, the thing I really like is getting to work with so many different businesses. Um, I really, obviously, I did a business degree, uh, and I really enjoy just getting close to different um, teams and different businesses, understanding what their challenges are, and kind of helping them to solve them. Um, so that that's the bit I, I love. I love the fact that um you know every day you get to speak to new and different people and see new and different challenges um that that's my favorite thing mm. and on the flip side of that maybe something that's been less favorable or maybe negative about working in the industry uh, everything's been perfect <laughs> no, <laughs> um I, I mean one of the one of the challenges always is the fact that um whenever you're doing something technical um there's ne not necessarily always right and wrong answers and the, the challenge can sometimes be uh, when when um when people are looking for certainty when there isn't a certainty you can provide you know if, if you're trying to if you're trying to solve a problem that no one's solved before you know being able to estimate exactly how long that's going to take um, both from a commercial perspective, but also from sort of managing clients' expectations perspective, that can be challenging. And that's, I guess, probably um, that's the bit that I probably find hardest is when is 
is having is finding ways of of managing giving the clients the um the understanding of the of, of the process um so that they can they can they're aware of the bits that we're quite certain about but also you know flagging up where some of the risks might um might come in so it, you know if you're working on a project with a tight um timeline um i'm quite i'm always quite keen to if you like have um potentially sort of two or three different options so if for example you know the 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 problem we're trying to solve turns out to be too complex for that timeline it's then what can we deliver um without necessarily um delivering everything we wanted but still you know helping the, the business to move forward mm. and would you still go into this industry knowing everything you know now yeah i think i would yeah i, I mean obviously um you know, like 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 you said, it's 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 full of its its pros and cons. But I I just really enjoy the fact of learning something new every day, and I um you know I hope to keep on doing that. Um, I think it's a great industry to work in, and it's it's really nice how many um like the the peer network within like developers and the, and the, the digital community. It's you know there isn't too much if you like um competitiveness it, it's you know people all kind of want to learn off each other and, and wants to see each other do well so i i think that's there's a real sense of um camaraderie within the industry i i i feel um certainly with the the, the ones i've been involved with of you know people understand that um to become a good developer and to become good in digital and takes time and, and everyone's happy to share their opinions and their advice and their thoughts mm. well matt it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you and learning all about your business um where can people find you and your business so you can find us at chickdigital.co.uk so that's c-h-i-c-k uh, digital.co.uk um or you can find me on linkedin as um matt chick brilliant thank you for your time matt Fantastic. No, it's been a pleasure.